1: Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. And now, with Patricia Raskin Positive Living, here's your host, Patricia Raskin.
2: Well, good afternoon, everyone on the East Coast, and good morning, everyone on the West Coast. I am Patricia Raskin, bringing you a great program. That's what we do here. We bring you programs that show you how to turn your problems into solutions and your obstacles into opportunities. And today we are talking about a you know, subject a lot of us have faced in our lives, and if we haven't, we have friends and family who have, and that's divorce. And our my guest today is Tracy Gaspard, and we are talking today about divorce, and for women in their 20s and 30s, whether it's their parents' divorce or their own divorce, uh, we're really talking about this, and also Terry has published an article on loyalty conflicts regarding children of divorce for SinceMyDivorce.com, entitled Children of Divorce, Living Between Two Worlds. And her message is geared toward helping individuals who have experienced divorce to restore their faith in love. Terry's a licensed therapist, college instructor, and nonfiction writer. She's experienced the pain of divorce firsthand, and she's published two large studies in the Journal of Divorce and Remarriage. She's a daughter of divorce and a nonfiction writer, and it's uh, and she's going to help us today to really understand how to move past divorce. Welcome, Terry.
3: Thanks, Patricia. Great to be here.
2: Yeah, great to have you on. Um, you know, in all the studies that you've done, is there Is there one major reason why divorce is so prevalent, or does it really vary?
3: Well, it does definitely vary a lot. But since the late 1960s, our culture has really taken a different view about divorce with the beginning of the no-fault divorce legislation in California. So that's when the divorce rate really started to reach it's peak and now what we're seeing patricia is really the first and second wave of children of divorce right. which is why i've decided to focus on that population both as children and as an as an adult and the impact that your parents divorce can have upon you your attitudes your beliefs your behaviors the kinds of partner you pick and whether or not you have a fear of commitment or on the other hand, you might jump headlong into a relationship with the wrong person because you're a nester. You might want to recreate a sense of security that you didn't have as a child. Mm.
2: So it's, it's varied in that respect. And when you work with people in therapy, you help them discover which of those reasons are prevalent for them.
3: Yes, I help them discover they you know some of the issues that they may not have looked about looked at when they are a child, especially for women. We tend to experience something called the sleeper effect, Patricia, which means that we have often have a delayed reaction to our parents' divorce because we're socialized to be good and to kind of focus on other people. So in later adolescence and young adulthood, we have what I would call a delayed reaction. And that term was uh, coined by a famous researcher who died recently, and her name was Judith Wallerstein. But that's one reason why it's very important for all adult children of divorce, but particularly women, to go back and examine your own past. There are a lot of different ways that I teach people to do that. And to kind of ask questions, get in touch with any issues you might have, a very common theme for daughters of divorce, by the way, is wounded trust.
2: What does that mean?
3: That basically means that you lose trust in partners, romantic partners, because you saw your parents' marriage. And, and it doesn't, you know, it's not only the divorce itself, it's all the conflict that happens before divorce. Sometimes there is betrayal or infidelity, But in other cases, parents divorce in ways that are very secretive or they don't really explain it to their children. And then subsequent, you know, it's only recently that the media has really focused on co-parenting and trying to establish a good relationship with your ex after divorce. So many of us grew up in situations where we saw a lot of conflict both before the divorce during our parents' divorce, and then after. And this causes us to lose trust or faith that relationships can work out.
2: So here's my question. What about children of divorce whose parents divorced when they were very small, Mm -hmm. and they see their parents as, you know, they've always seen their parents as friends because they never saw anything else. They never saw them really live together. They were very small. And their parents throughout their life have been friends, period.
3: Well, I think in many ways that can have better outcomes for the people that I've interviewed in my three studies, the two that you mentioned that were published and a more recent in-depth study of over 200 women. I think the conflict that happens has a worse effect, I believe, from the studies I've read and my own research than the type of situation that you're talking about. That's not to say that it doesn't have any impact. But the people I've interviewed that have the most um, trust trust issues or high fear of commitment are the ones who've seen more conflict, dealt with more secretiveness, more betrayal, and that kind of thing. So I strongly believe, and I spoke about it in the article that you mentioned on Since My Divorce, that you really need to be a more compassionate parent when you get a divorce. And you yes. need to put your own needs aside and be careful not to badmouth your ex and really focus on the children's reaction. Always be careful of how you talk about their other parent in front of them. And also be, be wary about exposing them to multiple partners and just really pay more attention to their age and their their reaction to the experience of the divorce.
2: Mm. Which is which is very good. Now, you and your daughter, Tracy, actually worked together. You launched your website and you wrote your book, Love We Can Be Sure Of. Talk about the partnering with your daughter.
3: Well, what happened um, with my daughter, Tracy, is when she was a young she's still a young adult, but when she was younger in her late teens, I really was struck with the fact that she was going through the sleeper effect herself. And she was picking guys that were wrong for her. She was very fearful of intimacy and that sort of thing. So we started going back into the research. We looked at my former studies, and we decided to open up the new research study and examine young women. The average age of the women in our recent study is 26. We interviewed over 200 women, and we compiled a list of issues that were salient, that really, you know, struck home for the women, such as trust, trust, excuse me, low self-esteem, old, being overly independent or self-reliant, and fear of commitment. And those were the issues that we decided to put into the chapters of our book. Our, our book has stories of the women we interviewed and psychological and social Psychology research that backs up our findings, mm,
2: which is which is very helpful. So, give us some highlights from those research studies. What and and give us you know the good is as much of good as you can. Where's the hope? We we know what the problems are. We know it's fifty percent, sixty percent divorce rate in second and third marriages. But where's the hope here?
3: You don't have to let your parents divorce to find who you are as a person. It's really important, rather than pointing a finger at divorce, Patricia, that you look at repairing your sense of self and relationships. You can learn healthier ways to relate to others, and you can learn strategies to build love, trust, and intimacy. Certainly, therapy can help speed up this process, but even for people that Don't want to go into therapy. There is so much great information both on our website, which is movingpastdivorce.com, and all the other wonderful websites that are out there. There are blogs. There are opportunities for people to interact with other adult children of divorce and learn their triggers because we all have triggers. Um, So you can learn, for instance, if you have trust issues, you can learn those Triggers are those things that make you feel mistrustful and identify whether it's issues from the past or the present and try to pick partners that are more trustworthy, as an example. You can learn to extend trust to others by um, just basically looking at red flags and taking them more seriously. If you're in an intimate relationship and things are making you feel uncomfortable, You can, you know, in that relationship rather than being in relationships that are unhealthy for extended periods of time. You can really focus on developing what we call interdependence, which means that rather than taking on too much yourself, you can learn to rely more on other people and let them in because too much self-reliance can rob us of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Also, setting healthy boundaries. You know, because if you grew up in a home where there was a lot of disruption and you were between different houses and perhaps had step-parents or step-siblings, you may not have set um, appropriate healthy boundaries or learned how to do that in relationships. So our seven pathways really help all adult children of divorce, but particularly daughters of divorce, um, to make peace with their parents' divorce, to develop more more understanding. Do
2: you think... Uh, you think, Terry, that you have to forgive and let go. That doesn't mean you forget. But do you think in order to really develop a new healthy relationship, you have to get you have to release the anger uh, and resentment that you may have for the divorce that's been in your family?
3: I definitely agree with that, Patricia. And as a matter of fact, our second pathway is to forgive others in order to move on and one of my basic philosophies is that you can't change the past right. but you can make better choices today and you you know forgiving as you said so well is not condoning someone's behavior right but it's just coming to terms with it and realizing that we all we are all human and prone to make mistakes and that for the most part most parents do love their children and they don't get married with the idea of getting a divorce but unfortunately, kids often get caught in the crossfire, and as I said earlier, the conflict is and the way it's um, it's played out, you know, in the family is often at the root of the low self-esteem issues and the trust issues that um, many kids have to deal with.
2: Yeah, so that's that's really important. Let's go back and look at how daughters of divorce and sons as well but i know you're dealing with with your daughter in terms of working together how do you overcome that loss that you experience in childhood you know it's one thing to really work on this but there there's a loss that you that you're not going to recover so how do you work through that terry
3: well it does take time and sometimes therapy is incredibly helpful to help people to really identify that it's not Anything that they've done well—I mean, done wrong rather—because I think, for, especially for women, we do have a tendency to blame ourselves and turn some of our feelings inward. So, just getting a healthier perspective on it is really important, and being able to talk about it, being able to process it, also, you know, understanding that um, healing is a day-to-day process. Really, waking up in the morning trying to, you know, get a healthy perspective on the past, but realizing that we don't have to let these past situations define the choices that we make today. So doing a lot of reading and talking about what it really takes to have healthy relationships because there's so much good information on the Internet, radio, and television about those factors that really can help us find you know successful lasting relationships
2: yeah and and don't you, don't you think that if people work together that and there's a team approach here too because it's not just relationships with the opposite sex it's also having healthy boundaries in your other relationships correct in your certainly. business and in your personal relationship, that may not be the intimate lover husband relationship or wife relationship. But if you're letting people walk on you or you're not having unhealthy boundaries in other areas of your life, doesn't that carry over?
3: It certainly does. I think for particularly for daughters of divorce, so what we see and what I've experienced is, is more problems in terms of romantic relationships and those kinds of um, you know areas it's not that it doesn't spill over certainly setting healthy boundaries is really important but that tends to be our blind spot that tends to be our issue because we didn't always see healthy intimate or romantic relationships model for us right
2: and and so as you said there's two things you said that I found so interesting on one respect we become almost codependent and give in too much and let people uh, invade our boundaries and on the other a- a- respect we become so independent that nobody can really get near us in a way in terms of emotionally.
3: That's so true um, our independence well it's a strength for us because we you know we tend to be successful at jobs and financially you know we grew up in many cases taking on a lot of responsibility in the family I know that was true for me but um, because, we, you know, of not having two parents available, we also need to let go of some of that and to let other people help us, you know, and support us so that give and take, that reciprocity, which is so crucial to a healthy relationship, really needs to be learned through, like I said, all these different sources that are out there because we didn't see it modeled in our childhood home.
2: Very, very much so. All right, well, tell us about your biweekly newsletter and your blogs. Please.
3: You can you can sign up for our biweekly newsletter and blog on our website movingpastdivorce.com and it will come automatically to your email. And on there you'll get an update about various radio or TV appearances that we're making. Our most recent blog, we also post blogs from other people on our website. We have a um, menu item called Divorce Advice. And our blogs are really geared for all aspects of divorce. For instance, we had one on there recently about financial first aid after divorce, another one on how to be a great stepmother. So they're not just strictly geared towards daughters of divorce, but we keep an archive on there so that you can look up different blogs and different topics from the past in case you missed one. So those free of charge can come directly to your email. And then in addition to that, we have a free Relationship Builder Kit, which details our seven pathways to restoring faith and love and eight steps to achieving Love, trust, and commitment.
2: Very good. All right. Um, what would you like our listeners to get out of this interview today? What, if they get nothing else, give us some, you know, closing thoughts.
3: Well, my closing thoughts are that you're not alone. If you grew up in a divorced family and if you're an adolescent, for instance, or a young adult, just know that there's a lot of information out there, approximately 80 million women, and at least that many men, were raised in divorced families. So while sometimes it may seem like you're the only one going through some of these issues and dealing with pain from the past or trying to move beyond it, there are many other people that are going through the same thing, and there is so much wonderful information that can help you to move beyond the past and restore your faith and love.
2: Which is, which is really special. And again, how can people find you?
3: You can find us at movingpastdivorce.com. We also have a Facebook page of the same name. And we're on Twitter at Move Past Divorce. Okay. All right. And...
2: Do you have any advice before we close about mothers and daughters since you work so closely with your daughter? You know, if mothers and daughters have problems or feel estranged, any advice there?
3: I would say that mothers really need to understand that independence is a good thing, you know, allowing your daughter to to grow beyond and make her own choices, but also maintain those close connections Because now what we're seeing culturally is that girls and young women, you know, they need a lot of support going into adulthood. And it's an important role that we have as a mother to support our daughters through the different, you know, aspects that they're going through and learning about love, learning about relationships, and also be honest and, you know, identify ways that, you know, you may have contributed to some problems and work on that. So spending regular time with your daughter, which I really enjoy with Tracy, we do writing together, we go for long walks, we take weekends away to kind of learn from each other, but also help other people is very beneficial.
2: That's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on the program. And again, let's give the website. Movingpastdivorce.com Movingpastdivorce.com all right. Thanks so much, Terry. Really appreciate you coming on the program. Thanks, Patricia. All right. Thank you. All right, folks. Um, and stay on the line for a minute. Next up, we have Scott Kennedy from Pharmacy.com, and you're going to learn all about sea vegetation and how important it is to you for your health. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on Voice America. We'll be right back.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Are you a homeowner who's trying to save on energy bills and go green at the same time? Tune into Energy Saving in the Home, brought to you by 521 Compressor Saver and Home Energy Consultants, with hosts Gary Parr and Dennis Seltzer. They have saved homeowners just like you as much as 65% on energy bills through energy efficiency practices. You'll learn about conservation, products, and services to reduce energy consumption and save you money. Be sure to listen to Energy Saving in the Home, live every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
1: If you're a golf enthusiast and looking for some great golf properties in the desert southwest, you'll want to make the Golf Realty Network your weekly stop. Hosted by Jane and Al Anderson, the Golf Realty Network is all about living where you play, on the golf side. You'll hear from the course pros and vendors, while the real estate side will bring you the top agents and brokers who know how to market or find your golf community home. Tune in to the Golf Realty Network, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety, and rebroadcast weekly on Voice America
5: Sports. Do you feel as if your life is just filled with random awkward moments? Believe me, you're not alone. Tune in every Friday for TAG, the Awkward Girl Guide. With your host, Ashley Iola. Ashley has learned to own her awkward, and she guides you how to do the same. It's awkward, but it can be a lot of fun, too. We'll talk about relationships, sports, food, health, family life, and social life. Each show hopes to make you a bit more in control of your awkward. Tune in to tag the Awkward Girl Guide, Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. When you talk about the subject
0: of bullying, it's not just the person being bullied who is dealing with complicated issues. It's also parents and teachers. Bullying has even taken a new turn with social networking, negative images, and even reality TV. Tune in to One Word Nation Radio with host Jessica Brookshire we'll put the issue of bullying front and center, going beyond the classrooms and hallways of our schools to help empower and protect youth and their families. Listen every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety
1: Channel. Tune into Around the World in a Glass, presented by Sportsman's. We're a show all about wine, spirits, and other beverages. Your host, Kimber Stonehouse, is a professional expert and wine enthusiast. Each week, we'll focus on a different region of the world, discuss wines and other beverages, talk about some of the top restaurants in the region, and what to pair with which wine. Just listening could make you almost an expert. Around the World in a Glass is heard live every Wednesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Variety channel. Think of the world. Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: By adopting these techniques, you will keep your energy body and physical body in harmony. Listen for Energy Medicine and Optimal Health, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Health & Wellness.
1: Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk.
2: All right, everyone, we are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And our guest is Scott Kennedy, and we are talking about nutrition from the sea. Scott is a conscientious food manufacturer, national health speaker, and he's the leading sea vegetarian advocate in America today. He's the founder and president of Pharmacy Health, which is F-A-R-M-A, capital S-E-A, Health, and is a pioneer in harvesting sea vegetation and products of whole food supplements for adults, children, and pets. Welcome, Scott.
6: Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. It's good to be yeah. here again.
2: Yeah, let's talk about whole nutrition. Let's talk about um, eating well. Now, sea vegetation is very important, but we're trying to. I mean, there's a lot of push, and our country's talking about this, to try to eat healthier and eat organic and eat whole foods. Comment on all of that, Scott.
6: Well, I think people are, are realizing that, you know, after years and years of the government saying eat three to five, five to nine, nine to thirteen uh, servings of fruits and vegetables, that they should be eating better. Now, I don't know anybody that can eat like that, even people that are in the tropics. Um, they have to spend your whole day foraging for vegetables. So they're looking at the food choices that they are making and trying to get more wholesome foods, and that's why the organic movement is growing. But what we're finding is that with our lifestyle, it's very difficult to, you know, to make all those choices. We've got lots of buying signs uh, for fast food, and, and our, our hectic uh, lifestyle really isn't going to change. We're not going back to the to the farm and to the slower lifestyle. So we're trying to incorporate better choices into our into our day. And mostly the women, who are a lot of times brokers for their family's health, are the ones that are 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 doing this. And they they know that they're not getting. And their kids aren't getting, their husbands aren't getting the proper nutrition. So they look to supplement. But the foods that they're eating, you know, they're looking at the organic foods. We just found that the organic foods are not more nutritious, but they are less toxic. In other words, they're chemical-free or preservative-free, pesticide-free. But mm-hmm. just having no pesticides isn't good enough for ourselves. We have to have the, uh, the foundation and, and the elementary basics of nutrition for our cells to work properly. And really, we're talking about cellular health when we're talking about overall health. Uh, so you, you bring it down to the cellular level and you feed the cells uh, the, the compounds that they are most um, wanting or, or made of and, and most uh, familiar with, and those are organic or living uh, compounds. And those are in foods, namely fruits and vegetables. But there's a lot of protein in the food supply. So everybody's getting enough protein and meat and things. But we're, we're very acidic, so we need to eat more fruits and vegetables. And that's where our uh, my work comes in. We bring the most potent vegetable on the planet to people in small amounts. You don't need a lot of it. It's very concentrated. It's almost like a pharmaceutical. That's with an F and an, and an S. But we we uh, we farm the sea and we bring sea vegetation in whole form, uh, blends of it, and uh, and that's a salad of the sea. And by supplementing with this food every day. It, uh, it fills in all those little blanks that we might be missing in our normal American diet. Despite our trying to eat right, we don't really know what kind of soil the foods were grown in. And mm. so uh, we know that sea plants are always 60 to 80 times more potent than any land plant. Yeah,
2: which is, which is really amazing. And so do you also think, Scott, people should try to eat seaweed? Or do you think that, you know, I mean, people eat it in sushi, they eat it in soup. What's your feeling about that?
6: Uh, You mean the Asian folks?
2: Yeah, or like if we go to a Japanese restaurant and we get sushi, or we have we have you know wakame salad, or we have uh, seaweed in our in our miso soup.
6: Right, and I had uh, uh, sashimi last night, tuna uh, sashimi. That's how it's prepared, Um, and there was a little seaweed in the in the salad. The key is eating it every day. It's what we do every day that makes all the difference in our health. If we eat sushi once a week or once every two weeks, that day we've gotten the proper nutrition. But if we're only getting one-seventh of our life uh, properly nutrified, then we're still falling backwards. We have to keep ahead of the, ahead of the pace, ahead of the, the toxicity and uh, to, in order to, to uh, be healthy And so eating seaweed every day is what the Asians do because it's part of their culture. I don't, I don't believe Americans, in fact I know they won't eat seaweed every day, incorporate it into their lifestyle. A few will, but I wouldn't want to say, well, if you can't do it that way, then don't bother. No, because we can deliver it any, any, any number of ways. And you're, you know, we could fortify cereals with it. We could, you can eat sea veg capsules that we make with uh, seaweed inside the vegetable capsules, our pharmacy blend, or you can buy it at the, uh, at the grocery store, at the, at the Whole Foods, and buy it by the sheets and kind of eat it during the day. You only need a little bit of it every day, about seven grams, and uh, you're going to be very, very healthy just because of that, despite anything you might uh, do otherwise. Yeah.
2: So it's getting it every
6: day that is the challenge, and it's also the key.
2: I also want to talk to you about um, women and sea veg, particularly around thyroid. I know you really talk about women and thyroid, so explain that.
6: Well, the thyroid gland is uh, becoming more and more in the news, let's say, or I think with the Japanese uh, radiation problem, we we saw iodine on the nightly news for three or four days. I was uh, really amazed. I thought, okay, they're going to get a jab in here or a plug for seaweed because seaweed contains vegetable iodine. And uh, that didn't happen. We didn't see anything mentioned about the organic form of iodine. All we heard about was uh, potassium iodide get your iodide pills. And, right. and everybody ran out of them and that type of thing. Well, the Japanese people, they, they, didn't, get, uh, they didn't get sick because of the radiation, because they, they eat iodine in their seaweed every day, every day. And so their thyroids are full of iodine, 50 milligrams is what it holds. And so it wouldn't absorb any of the radioactive iodine that came out of the reactor. Mm. And because of that, they stayed healthy. So sea vegetation is really a a medicine for times when there's radiation problems or over in uh, Chernobyl. Um, But it's it's very good anyway every day because, especially with females, their endocrine system, your hormones, are uh, regulated by the thyroid gland. The thyroid gland needs iodine to make the proper... Hormones that it makes, the thyroid hormones, and uh, and it also makes iodide, and that's why they, they put iodide in the salt. But explain
2: explain though the difference between iodide and iodine.
6: And this is where you this is what you won't hear from doctors, and, and you know my, my mentor on the iodine is not just Dr. Cron, who's our scientific advisor on the seaweed, but Dr. Brownstein, M.D. Uh, for thirty years, he's been he's been using iodine therapy in his practice over three thousand patients. And he said he went to, you know, he went to medical school and the doctors were kind of schizophrenic over iodine. Oh, it's bad for you or it's good for you. You can't live without it. Too much is bad for you. And, uh, none of that was true and, and they didn't really teach about the difference. In fact, they don't teach about the difference between synthetic vitamins or natural vitamins or uh, man-made iodine and, and regular. They don't teach that difference because they, they want us to believe and they're taught uh, to tell people that uh, it's the same, that what they make is the same. But, no, it's, it's fundamentally different. The, and it shows up in the in the populations that eat whole iodine every day, the, the Asians, the Japanese. And we eat potassium iodide found in the food supply, pharmaceutically made, in, and 70% of it hidden. So it's not just in the salt shaker. It's, it's hidden in the food supply. And look at our health and look at theirs. So there is a fundamental difference. And the difference is that it's organically bound, and that's what our cells recognize. And iodine works together with selenium and a number of other compounds that the, the ocean plants also uh, organically, they turn inorganic material like dirt or silt in the water, they turn it into... And absorb it and turn it into organically bound uh, compounds, and that's what our body recognizes. Our cells can break down and utilize, and our cells use all the different nutrients like cofactors and everything. Think about a that takes uh, like a watch apart, and then it rebuilds it into a into a, another one. So that's what our that's what our, that's what digestion is. And so iodine is extremely important to all the hormones, brain chemistry, mood, sleep patterns, hair, nails um uh, the growth of fetuses uh and, and you know IQ is tied to iodine intake and if a pregnant mother doesn't have iodine in her food su- or in her 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 daily food supply or well the prenatal vitamins have the iodide in them but if she doesn't have iodine um let's just say this if she has iodide the baby will live and won't be mentally retarded but it won't be as smart as it would be if the mother ate whole seaweed and got vegetable iodine. So there's no substitute for whole vegetable iodine. Dr. Oz says that, and I'm looking right here at a magazine, Dr. Oz's Thyroid Cure, and he says that vitamin D and iodine uh, are the are the how to address the thyroid, and that's uh, seaweed has both of them in abundance.
2: And that's exactly what you've been talking about.
6: For so long, 30 years, you know, and, and it's almost like you know it comes out uh, here and there, and uh, so it's really and it's interesting that the truth is hiding in plain sight. You have to kind of look for it. Uh, you have to recognize it when, when you hear it. and uh, sometimes the people that are telling they telling us the truth really aren't. So it's kind of a mystery out there. you know it's stuff for, for a good novel. It's uh, stranger than fiction.
2: Well, but there are a lot of things. I mean, there are a lot of things that have taken that many years and what's nice is now people are hearing about it from mainstream sources
6: yes a little bit and i mean dr oz is i wouldn't consider him mainstream but he's close he's and dr Weil, remember andrew weill he came over yeah. and he he talked about but you know I, I interviewed him on my radio show back in the 90s and asked him what vitamins he takes and he takes nature made but i asked him if he knew that nature made were made by Pharmavite, uh and that's a uh, uh, and the drugs come from a, the chemicals come from a drug company he didn't know that but he is into mushrooms and he's into more of a holistic lifestyle with mind, body, and spirit. So that's, that's good. I believe that we have to take care of our body first. Like we have to, you know, take care of our radio if you wanted to pick up Patricia Raskin's show. Now, Patricia Raskin could be, um, she could be just, uh, all over the airwaves and just out into the, you know, 10,000 watts. But if there's a diode out in, uh, somebody's radio in their house, they're not going to hear Patricia Raskin, right? So we really do have to take care of ourselves first. I think that the physical part of us is what's lacking. And then when we're healthy, we can pick up all sorts of new information and uh, and just a lot of new uh, ideas, and we'll be intelligent, and we'll focus and concentrate. Oh, by the way, a lack of iodine, the number one symptom of uh, hypothyroidism, that's slow thyroid, it comes from too much iodine in the food supply, is mm. spaciness and confusion inability to concentrate. You know, and mostly the children are, are struggling with this because they eat so many salty foods, the teenagers. Right. So yeah, we want to get the seaweed and the iodine to the to the kids, to the to all the right. mothers, to the to the daughters and to the fathers, to everyone and to the pets.
2: All right. And and tell us what's in it. Now let's talk about the calcium, the minerals, the trace minerals. Talk about what is in sea veg and and how it comes to us. It's not just, you know, any seaweed. I mean you farm this from all over the world.
6: Uh, we do, we import it, uh, and we have that intellectual property, and because of that, we have the most powerful blend of sea plants ever brought to um, anyone in the world, and and there are uh, three major groups, red, brown, and green. Uh, these uh, species all have all the nutrients, every known nutrient, mineral, vitamin, 72 minerals, uh, 28 vitamins. And then all the, the food factors, of the phytofactors, the phyto factors of phytonutrients and the sterols and lipids, and all the basic foundation uh, parts to build a healthy cell are in sea plants. But the greens are higher in the vitamins. The browns or kelps, which there's five in our blend, five different brown species, are uh, higher in the minerals, almost 44% minerals. Uh, you, you can square that with, uh, with spinach, which is about 14%. Uh, minerals and then it's uh, mostly fiber. So seaweed is mostly nutrition, less fiber because it's buoyant. And then the uh, the reds have these antibiotic properties uh, in addition to the minerals and vitamins, the fucoidin, laminarin, fucoxanthin. They have a number of uh, compounds of polysaccharides that are important to the strength of the cell wall. And that's the new Nobel Prize winning science is the cell wall needs to be healthy because it sends messages into the nucleus, and it decides whether it should open up to this or that uh, compound during digestion. So, um, this is what's missing in our food supply, mostly because heating and processing foods kills these fragile com- these fragile uh, compounds or uh, polysaccharides. They're like sugars. Think of aloe vera. That aloe vera oil, like comes out of an aloe vera plant, that is very fragile. If you process that or heat it in any way, it breaks it down, and it's no longer uh, useful. So in Japan, they put seaweed, a sheet of seaweed between two bones when they do bone grafts because polysaccharides must be present for those two bones to, uh, to heal together, to, to meld together. And so they put a piece of seaweed right between them. That's what they do in Japan. And they mm-hmm. use seaweed for a bed source. Uh, and, you know, it's it not always is an antibiotic, but it helps the skin on the outside just heal itself. Pretty amazing.
2: It really is. And, and tell our listeners how they can learn more and find out about your sea vegetables and how they can take them every day safely.
6: Well, that's a good question, Patricia. Everybody wants convenience, and so do I. Uh, as I said, it doesn't taste very good. It's very salty and fishy, and we don't – well, it tastes fishy, not really salty. It's not really high in sodium. People think it is, but we, we wash the plants off before we mill them, and it's higher in iron than it is in, in uh, sodium. But – um, they can go to Pharmacy.com, F-A-R-M-A-S-E-A, Pharmacy, or, or um and they UnVitamin.com. They can use that keyword, uh, coupon code, UnVitamin, like UnCola, and get 15% off for your listeners at checkout. They can buy two, get one free, take it for 90 days, and just three a day, and that iodine will hit your thyroid in 15 minutes. The first day, you'll feel differently. And it'll start doing the things that you want your supplement to do, and that is, uh, nutrify and fortify your diet, and it, and it should, and it will show up in a uh, in an epiphany. You'll just go, wow! I I didn't get tired this afternoon. Uh, mm-hmm. People are saying my skin is different on my face, and I have more energy, more focus, and concentration, and, and uh, it's amazing. I went all day before I realized I I uh, didn't get tired. So it's kind of like Natural energy returns, childlike or youthful energy.
2: All right, let's tell people how they can uh, they can try,
6: or they can call. They can call one eight six six Cvegg s e a v e g g seven three two eight three four four, or they can uh, go online. I said we know we have a lot of distributors out there. So to get to our official site where the discount is located with the with the the uh, keyword or coupon code on vitamin. That's F as in Frank, A-R-M, farm, that's A and then S-E-A, samedwardalpha.com, pharmacy. Just, right. And then read up all about, I mean, you can read and, and hear people. We're not a multi-level marketing company, so nobody's being paid to say how great it is or do the videos or the audios on there. Or the And, and there's so many ailments we've addressed. They're all on our site, uh, uh, categorized under ailments. And it really isn't the seaweed curing anyone. It's their bodies healing themselves. And that's what your body does when it's healthy. So that means we, we are unhealthy because something's in the way of our cells doing what they do automatically. And those two things are uh, malnutrition and toxicity, two things that seaweed every day uh, addresses positively.
2: Yeah, which is really helpful. And so now when they go on to the website... If they want to purchase the product, tell them how to do that.
6: Well, you know, our site is not, it's not one of those sites where, boom, you get the product there and you just buy, buy, buy. It's, uh, it's really, I've always said, let's, uh, let's give people something, information, answer their questions first, and then it'll sell itself, and then try it for 90 days, and then, uh, we're, we have a 70% retention. So, you just go to the site and then, and scroll down, and, um, you can see the bottles. We only have four products. And uh, just uh, learn, learn about those. But I suggest you get it and buy it and take it. And then while it's working, uh, first three months, we have a 90-day money-back guarantee. We'll take any unopened bottle back pretty much at any time. But the longer it goes, uh, the less likely anybody's going to return it. We've only had one return in three years. So, it's, it's more like it's difficult to get people to switch over from, you know, some of the mainstream brands. They, they've got their vitamin they think and, and so why would they want to pay for this or, you know, and why would they want to eat this instead? Because they believe all vitamins are the same and they're right. Mostly all vitamins are the same. This is the unvitamin and it's not made in the laboratory by drug companies as 85 to 90% of all the supplements are out there. It's made in the ocean, the laboratory of the ocean. And we believe that's like God's laboratory, the creator, however you see that. It's very intelligent. And we have uh, little cells in our bloodstream breathing under blue salt water right now. Patricia, they're little, they're little fish, and they want to eat and breathe seaweed.
2: Just really great. All,
7: All right, right. We, have,
2: we have a couple of minutes left, Scott. So um, let's also talk about what's in the product in terms of vitamin D and C. Today. Talk about the calcium and the vitamin D.
6: That word "product" is so overused. You mean what's in the sea veg, right? Yes. Yeah, that, because I mean that that product. Where everybody's got a product, but this is so different. It's hard for me to, um, Relate. to you know, to have it stand out, except with your help, like being on this show. Um, how the vitamin D is very important. Everybody's heard about vitamin D, and vitamin D is actually a hormone. And our bodies actually make vitamin D, and you know our bodies make a lot of the vitamins with uh, uh, through through uh, mineral synthesis. But some vitamins we can't make; we have to take from outside. Well, vitamin D is made in the sun on our skin, and uh, if we're in the sun every day, you know we'll be we'll get enough vitamin D. And uh, and then uh, seaweed also synthesizes vitamin D from sunlight. It's the only plant to make vitamin D in its tissues. Seaweeds, very, marine algae is very special. It grows two feet a day. It's made up of the same things our skin is, and it also uh, makes uh, cholesterol, sterols, and that's another amazing thing. No other plant makes its own cholesterol. So some people think it's in between a plant and an animal. It's 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 intelligent. It makes its little balloons and pulls itself up to the top of the water and eats the light, and then we eat it. But the the uh, the sea kale is is actually aquamen. That's a trademark term for a, a species of seaweed called merl, M-A-E-R-L, from a deposit in Ireland. It's not in the water anymore. It's a, it's a deposit that's dried up, so it's like just the white powder, no living parts of the plant, no, no vitamins or sterols or lipids, but it has all these minerals still in vegetable form. And so we add that to the existing vitamin D and calcium in, in, the, in our pharmacy blood and sea plants, and we fortify that supplement with this sea kale. And I have some articles that uh, that have shown that vegetable calcium, along with vitamin D, cuts melanoma risk by 57%. Um, other things it does, it uh, increases bone density when it's vegetable calcium. And so not all calciums are the same. Many calciums are just inorganic calcium. And, uh, you know, you hope your body can absorb it, but why make it work like that? Here's another article that says plant-sourced calcium and vitamin D supplementation increase bone mineral density by 53%. Uh, vitamin D and calcium combo increases bone density. Uh, and uh, Aquaman, which we call c is nature's perfect calcium. And uh, the women in Singapore, lowest incidence of osteoporosis in the entire world, but Amazing. they only get 300 milligrams of calcium a day. So what different, what's the difference? They get it all from green leafy plants. And in the center of the chlorophyll molecule is magnesium. And you've heard of kale mag. Well, there it is, right in the plant. Calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, all the different things you need are right there in the plant, and they're right there in the sea veg with the sea kale. And, uh, so, that's the best way to get it. And, and if you're getting bioavailable uh, plant calcium, you don't need the 1200 milligrams that, uh, they, the government has put the RDA on. They made that RDA on the the inorganic calcium, the chalk, the calcium carbonate that's in a lot of the supplements. So here it is, a perfect supplement. Take a little fish oil and lots of sea veg with with vitamin D and sea kale, and you will be healthier than you've ever been at a fraction of the cost of all those bottles and all those different supplements that uh, you're probably out there trying to get.
2: Before you you go, you must tell us about your own health because that's really fascinating, how healthy you are having taken sea veg for years and years.
6: Yeah, and I'm not a good example because I and I was a bachelor when I found out about it. My mom had MS, and she's in clinical remission uh, as per her doctor and an MRI. But I began taking it because I saw what it did for her, and uh, that was in the beginning. Now we see it do just amazing things. It's really the body's healing themselves. But my health, uh, I just take it every day, and, I, and by 1992, from 83 to 92, that's nine years, uh, my colds. The duration of my colds, uh, minimized and then finally I didn't get, I had a cold in the morning. I had that, that, achiness and, and stuffiness and I stayed home from work, took a nap, went back to bed, took a nap, woke up without the cold and never had another one. I had my health insurance license back then and they, they were telling me there's no cure for the common cold. Uh, 1991 is the last time I had a fever, flu or cold or any kind of virus. So then I go and get my blood checked every year, you know, with the eek, and, and the whole thing, the EKGs and the the heart sonogram and everything, that, that uh, mobile unit and, uh, and cholesterol, blood pressure, everything's just always within the, those parameters and they're very thin. It's hard to, it's hard to stay within those things, but I can't do it by myself. I just eat seaweed and my body actually does it. That's what homeostasis is. So I'm very lucky. I, I, I found out about this and I'm lucky to be able to share it with you and your listeners. It really is the magic pill as far as I'm concerned. It's a pill that does so much.
2: Absolutely. And people can log on to pharmacy.com, F-A-R-M-A, capital S-E-A.com, or call 866-C-F-E-G-G, s e a v e g g, or 732-8344. Thanks Mm -hmm. so much for coming on the program, Scott. Oh, it's It's always a
6: pleasure, Patricia. Thank you very much for inviting me.
2: All right, stay on the line. Okay, folks, that wraps up today right here. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Bye for now.